Hello, everyone. Welcome to our first episode of Log On to Cybersecurity, where we talk about the latest trends and updates in the cybersecurity world in Asia. We will be inviting our partners to the platform in the future episodes to dive deeply into the various solutions we can do to identify and prevent cyber attacks. So today, we will start strong with our series with our key partner, Reflectus. They are the leading continuous website threat solution to protect clients' web assets from advanced cyber attacks. And we have Aiden, the CEO at Reflectus, to discuss the increasing web attacks during the shopping season. So welcome, Aiden. Happy to be here. Thank you for joining us today. So today is the 1st of December and Christmas is just around the corner. And this is the time when online retailers generate majority of their revenue by making special offers and having more engaging online customers. So we know that threat actors are well aware of this and are planning to carry out attacks. And these attacks can cause data loss, business disruption, and loss of reputation, and also some fines for the retailers. So Aiden, what kind of cyber attacks should retailers or anybody in the e-commerce industry expect at this time? So I think we are going to see two major types of attack during this holiday season. The first one is the classical one that we saw in all the last few years, what we are calling a phishing attack, meaning uh, uh, people just want to buy something and going to get to their email, a promotion, buy now in 90% discount or get for free the next episode or some kind of, of utility. And most of the time they're going to be targeted attack, getting a link, go to the website or Melissa's website, and then submit your data, credit card data, personal data to the attacker. Phishing is very common, and I think we talked about it for years, how it's best to protect yourself against it, and making sure the link you're getting, you know there is the, the source, you're making sure the domains is the domain you know about. If you used to buy insane or used to buy in higher, you want to make sure you're seeing the domain with the, the check mark saying it's okay. The second thing that is a bit more interesting, and it's actually outside of the consumer reads, is what we are calling a web skimming attack. And that's something that we are seeing all over the place, and we expect to be as high now during the second season. And web skimming attack is meaning that an attacker gets access to the checkout area of the website. So in the same place, you're going to put your credit card data or your address data, the attackers will have access and he will try to manipulate the page to making sure he is getting the data and not only the retailer you are using. We've seen it all around the place. Many, many, many retailers around the world got hacked during the last year. And it's a very common scenario today. The reason attackers want to do those kind of web skimming attacks is because of the mass ability to reach many people. If you're attacking in a phishing campaign, you're going to target one after another. If you're targeting the checkout page, everyone that's buying something is going to be infected with the bad code. So the attacker only need to find one bad place, one vulnerability, one way to interfere with the checkout page, and everyone that's going to buy the next few days are going to get the, the data leak. I think the most famous incidents was the attack on British Airway three years ago that caused around half a million 
credit card data being sent to the attackers. 15 days live, half a million records got stolen. Yes, there is so many big attacks that are happening these days, and it's just unexpected for most of these retailers. So one of the biggest things that we hear quite commonly, I think, around the news is mage card attack. So could you try to explain more about this type of attack and why this kind of risk is bigger now? Yes, happily. So the mage card attack is then another name for the web skimming or bomb jacking attack. It's all the same thing and the same concept. And the attack is meant let's find a place where the user is putting his own private data, where he put his credit card number, maybe where he's putting his username and password, and send the forum, actually change the page, send the script that are running there. So they will do another thing. Not only submit your data for the retailer that you just try to buy something from it. No. Also submit your data to the attacker. The way that I as an attacker have access to do it, it can be either by changing and find vulnerability in the website itself, vulnerability that allow me to inject the code, or actually in a way that we are seeing many times lately, which is what we are calling supply chain attacks. Actually, I talk one of my vendors that's using the website, one of my open sources that I'm using, and inject the code there. That's way the attackers can get access to the site uh, without any need to hack the retailer itself. He can just hack his own third party or vendor. So let's take an example. I decided to buy my favorite retailer website. Me, the consumer, I'm going to the page. I am putting my username and password. If I have, if not, I just go to the checkout and start to type my credit card data. On that same page, the website is loading many scripts, engagement scripts, A-B testing scripts, analytics scripts. For me as an attacker, I only need to find one bad script, one bad location which I can change the code there, and that's it. This sense will allow me to infect my code all over the checkout area and everyone is going to buy something and going to reach to run my best code. And as I said earlier, that's an ability for attacker to reach a wide area of users that maybe doesn't have any access to them. He didn't even know they existed. He didn't have all his email or the name or the phone number, but just anyone that's going to the website is going to be infected. and if I think, I think web skimming today is the biggest number one security risk that you have. If you're a retailer and you're now thinking about all the type of attacks you can get, probably web skimming is going to be the top one of the risk and the top one is going to cause you a real damage or real unmanaged damage for today. Thank you for that explanation. I'm sure a lot of these retailers are aware of the cyber threats that you just mentioned, especially web scheming. And they must have been investing in all these sophisticated IT security infrastructure and have qualified teams that are prepared for the worst. But still, we could see that their solutions, they always have a blind spot. So is there a reason why their solutions are just not good enough to protect their assets? Yes, yes, actually a very good reason. In cybersecurity, we are all used to protect our own code. 
that's what we did in the entire uh, practice. We call it SDNC, Secure Development Lifecycle. We did the code review. We are doing maybe penetration testing or behavior analysis on the website. We teach our developers. We do training for the developers and we're creating amazing application. But then we actually don't really understand that when we're going to production, our same application, our same retailer website is connected with dozens or if not hundreds of those third parties and open source applications. You're actually loading their code externally, dynamically on runtime. So all the good tests you just did and all the code reviews that you did are very important to your own code. But what about the third party code? What about the open source that you just loaded online? All of them are still running on your users. All of them still have access in theory for user data. And the security controls today are thus blind to it. It's not your code. So we didn't test it when you created the application. Your web application firewall is used to protect your own servers, your own infrastructure. So who is protecting the user? Who is protecting the consumer browser? Who is checking that the, the code being loaded externally is secured? No one, no one. That's why when we are seeing web scheming attacks, uh, we know that they have a, those companies got hacked. They have, they have a security firewall, but none was detected or no one saw it and alert about it. That's part of the risk. And it's, you, you were right to call it a blind spot because it's a new attack vector. Many times when we're talking with security companies, they are not fully aware of why my current solutions are just not enough. I have the best WAF in the world. I have the best developers team in the world. I have the best CACD process in the world. And maybe they have, maybe they have. But when you're connecting yourself for dozens and hundreds of web party applications, that all of them loading code externally, you need to have the eyes there. You need to have someone looking on your production and the connection, and the communication between your users and all of this ecosystem to making sure that you secured as you planned. Yes, that is a really good um explanation for it there's just too many blind spots and not one solution can just cover it up so after looking into all the cyber attacks that you just mentioned that we need to be prepared for the shopping season i think it's time to find the best solutions for our listeners to help protect their businesses so um, is there any quick wins that e-commerce clients can do to be more secure now? Yes. So for the long run, of course, I will suggest them to think about solutions like reflectives or if not reflectives, other solutions in the market, very good solutions that can help them to be protected. But since the season is now and we don't have time, there are some quick stuff you can do that will help you at least be secured now. First of all, as I said, the attackers are looking for the place that users are putting their data. Mostly the checkout places where you put your credit card number. Those areas should be sterilized. No external scripts are loaded to the checkout. If you need to load something to the checkout, run it from your own servers and verify the code is secured. Even if you think it's a bit risky, remove all the third parties on the checkout pages, I'm not saying remove third parties at all, but if you're not, if you don't have a solution 
that we will protect you about it. Take, the, take some scanner, discover all the scripts that you have on the check-on pages, and remove them, block them, or limit them. That's the way the attackers will try to get in. Once you have it, it's going to be much harder, still possible, but much more harder to attacker to collect the data. On the second phase, try to understand, get your inventory of all those apps and third parties. If it's the big ones, you're probably going to be a bit more comfortable. But if you discover you have a very small ones, or you just rely yourself on small open sources that you never heard about, consider maybe removing them, disabling them, or put them outside of sensitive location uh, during this time. In the end, you're going to need to the third party. We have those for a reason. They help you to be better. But if you don't have any eyes on them and any security controls to protect them, making sure they are not in the area in sensitive location and making sure that you at least know about them and have some kind of visibility to make sure they actually needed them. Actually, in many cases, when we are seeing attack, the attackers just use outdated applications no one remembered to even have them that's stored in some remote exotic server. So just to create your inventory and just to make sure you know what you have probably is going to help you uh, and at least to reduce the risk on getting an attack and uh, during that month. And the last suggestion that even if you're not planning to buy a solution, uh, companies like Reflectives and other companies provide like a free option during the shopping season, free testing, uh, one month of scanning. So even if you don't want or don't plan to have a big project, just reach out to the companies, get the report for this month, making sure you're secured and not being uh, in any risk. That's something that us and our competitors are doing, and I think it can help you get quick win before the end of the year. Perfect. Thank you for all of those solutions. So just as mentioned by Aiden, if you want to be more and more secure for your uh, business, you can also uh, go to Reflectis and they are the leading continuous website threat solutions in the industry. So if you want to have a free assessment of your web assets or you want to know more information about Reflectis, you can go to our official website or check out the links provided for this episode. And also check out Reflectus website where they regularly publish blogs about the latest cyber threats and have analysis, just like how Aiden has mentioned before, where they show you how they can help you gain complete visibility over your threat service and also avoid costly mistakes with their compliance solutions for PCI DSS 4.0. So thank you again, Aiden, for joining me here today. It was a really informative session with you, and I'm sure our listeners learned a lot from this. Thank, thank you, Lisa, for having me. And uh, feel free to reach out to anyone who's hearing us for any question, technical or business-wise, I will happy help and suggest. Yes. And to all our listeners, thank you for listening today. I will see you all on the next one. Bye.